The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. So I've been doing a lot of thinking the last few days with everything that's going on in the world and the constant bitching that I've been doing about it. And I look at a lot of things I see going on, whether it's through social media or people I'm interacting with on a regular basis in person, I've noticed something I kind of think, I mean, I mean, I don't think I have all the answers. I think I have a lot of answers. I say a lot of things that people don't want to hear because I think they need to be said. I think they need to be acknowledged. And I've noticed just interacting with a lot of people and a lot of people that we don't have conversations anymore. We don't have well thought out discourse. Everybody basically waits their turn to say their piece and then literally everyone automatically expects you to agree with them just because they said their piece and they must be right. And since we've lost the ability to have a meaningful discourse and we've lost the ability to talk to people we don't agree with, we are all that much more miserable for it. And I'm using the royal we here because I can sit down and talk to somebody whether I agree with them or not and either come to a common ground or as long as they are civil and decent, I will leave them with the same respect I'd greeted them with. Now, on the other side of that coin, if they are disrespectful or rude or ignorant or just general jackassery, I will lay into them until I I don't stop until I get blood. I don't, I go for tears. That's really just the kind of guy that I am. I, I'm a decent enough guy until you make me mad. But But if you push me to that point, it's really take no prisoners. And that is... Part of the problem is there are way too many people that that is their immediate reaction, not after extended debate, not after drawn out conversations. It's immediately if you don't agree with me, you're a bad person and you I must see that you fail. You lose everything that matters to you. By and wide, the people that feel this way are just the most miserable fucking pricks. And in the interest of helping everyone that listens to this show on a regular basis and all you new listeners better yourselves. I want to take a few minutes to introduce you to something that I've touched on briefly before in the past, and it's kind of how I deal with things. And I think I must be getting better at it because even though the stupidity of day-to-day life has not gotten any less and the things that normally would set me off so terribly have not ceased happening by any stretch of the imagination, but I find them bothering me less and less. So I kind of want to just pass along this, this way of looking at things I have. And like I said, I've touched on this before. It's not a new concept. It's just I think I'm getting better at it. And that's just saying, you know what? I don't fucking care. The more the world goes off the rails, the less I care about pretty much all the shit that people are hung up on. I don't care what you look like. I don't care who you date. I don't care who you, what you identify as at the end of the day, as long as you don't act like a complete and utter prick about it. Don't be pissy if I say the wrong pronouns for you because I'm not a mind reader and I don't know what you want to be called. And more importantly, if you're not accurately presenting for what you're trying to claim, that's on you. And you really 
you don't have any right to be mad at the world for not knowing what's going on inside your head. And that it's pretty much across the board. I just I don't I don't give a fuck anymore. It's a, it's a very zen way of looking at things ultimately. I feel like it's allowed me to focus more because I don't give a fuck about the irrelevant things. I care about my family, I care about my friends, I care about the people that treat me decently and I want to make sure they're taken care of decently. I care about my job. I still take pride in what I do, and I'm still proud of being good at what I do, and I don't see that as a problem. And if you don't like me, you don't like what I have to say, you don't like what I think, you don't like what I'm doing, I I don't give a fuck. And I'm a lot happier for it. And I've noticed a lot of other people with a similar I don't give a fuck attitude, and they always seem less stressed out than the people that have all these problems, all these people particularly the the self-declared social justice warrior types and the people that they think just because they're the loudest, they must have the most popular support. And it's like, no, you're the loudest. That's all you are. The empty can makes the most noise when it rattles. A full can is nice and quiet. And I've said that before, too. It's, It's realistically, I don't understand why people seem to be so desperate to embrace things that are going to make them fucking miserable. I mean, is it a complete lack of actual necessity? I mean, things that don't need to be taken care of immediately. We've made ourselves to the point where survival is no longer nearly the struggle for people, particularly in the United States, but around the world to a large extent. I mean, granted, there's still some real shithole countries. There's still some real shithole leaders out there that make their people's lives miserable. But by and wide, on a grand scale, the human race doesn't have nearly the level of struggle that it used to. And as such, survival takes up so much less of our functioning capacity at this point that people start looking for shit to find identity with, to take meaning from. And they get bent out of shape over dumb shit. And you can look at literally Every major fight that's going on in the United States today, and it all boils down to nobody's willing to give, nobody's willing to find middle ground, nobody's willing to come to common agreements, which is how the world used to work because we actually had other shit to worry about. But now you have people with degrees in underwater basket weaving that are bitching and moaning because they can't get a job because underwater basket weaving is not a fucking career. Just because you can take classes in something doesn't mean you should. Just because some people manage to make a living turning doing things they love into a career or turning a hobby into a business does not mean that everything was meant to be a successful business. That doesn't mean capitalism is flawed. That doesn't mean the society is broken. It doesn't mean the structure needs to be changed to accommodate your failures. It means you need to reevaluate your fucking life and focus on some real priorities instead of being ca- caught up on bullshit. You need to be able to learn how to say, fuck it, that doesn't directly impact my life. Ergo, it's not something I need to lose sleep about. It's not something I need to make other people fucking miserable about. I don't need to convert the world to my way of thinking. All I need to do is be allowed to think my thoughts and be left the fuck alone. It's embracing an attitude of fuck it. When I see people doing dumb shit that I don't agree with, if it doesn't directly impact my day-to-day life, fuck it, I don't care. If I see people doing shit that I think should wind up with them on a Darwin's list, fuck it. The population could use a a little thinning. 
The gene pool could definitely use a little Clorox. There are people out there that are literally serving no real purpose in existence other than to make noise and to be a distraction from all the general fuckery that's going on in this world. And if you think about it too much, it's going to drive you crazy. Because, unfortunately, with the mass population of fucking idiots that are rolling around these days, you really can't do much about it. I mean, we talk about, oh, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to bring change. But the simple fact of the matter is the machine's made to run until it breaks. And I, while I think a break is coming, even <laughs> if, if the U.S. collapses, and I'm pretty sure if things keep going the way they are, there's as much as a lot of people say it's exaggeration or it's hyperbole, the system's going to come down. It, it, it cannot sustain itself with what it's become bureaucracies fail. That's what they do. It's just the speed at which they fail is determined by a bunch of other factors, you know, how, how much power the bureaucracy actually has. Unlimited bureaucracy is the reason things like the Soviet Union collapsed. That's why communism doesn't work, because bureaucracy doesn't fucking work. It's not meant to. It's a self-sustaining pile of crap that doesn't have any extended forethought. It doesn't have any planning for the future. It's it's just made to consume and to control, and it's so readily corruptible because humans are fallible, and it's not made to accommodate for that. And so the people that get into positions of power know it's a short-term thing, and it depends on how long they can keep people occupied and keep people distracted, and their intention is simply to milk it for everything it's fucking worth. So... Even if we don't wind up with some, you know, war, Civil War II, the Boogaloo, or if any of that shit happens, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen at this point. I think where I am, I know exactly how I'm going to deal with it if it comes. I'm going to buckle down and mind my own fucking business. And if it comes to my doorstep, then I'll worry about it. I have made certain preparations, and I'm not going to lose a lot of sleep over it. There's a lot of inconvenience coming, that's a guarantee, despite the best posturing and lying from all the politicians. There is definitely a recession coming, and possibly a depression, depending on how bad things get. I don't see the spineless bureaucrats that are in positions of power being willing to do the things that it would take to stave this off. They're not willing to enact policies that will have repercussions because the system has spent so long kicking along with empty promises and unfulfillable actions that unsustainable actions, not unfulfillable. They, they fulfilled plenty of actions. They printed trillions of dollars out of thin fucking air. And that's the, the problem. The people that are running the show, they got complacent. They got fucking greedy. And they did it so massively that people noticed and that's kind of one of the rules when you're a parasite you need to not be so parasitic that you kill the host and the other thing is if you want to be a successful parasite you have to not be so blatant that the host notices you're there like a lot of animals in nature they get a tick on them the tick before it bites them it secretes a saliva into them that numbs their skin so they don't feel the parasite feeding off of them and, like, our pets only get it because we notice they're on them. The pets don't notice. And it's kind of the same way with a lot of bureaucrats. They don't. 
If they want to be successful, if they want to be enduring, they need to not be greedy. But unfortunately, their nature prevents that from being the case because they're basically, well, I mean, there's, I've already said they're greedy. They are reckless. They are careless. Their philosophy is get everything you can while you still can. And, you know, consequences be damned. You got to get yours while the getting's good. That's where we're at right now. And realistically, I think they overplayed their hand. They didn't wait until enough people were complacent and enough people were so dependent on the system that they could pull this shit to the scale they're doing it. And way too many people saw it. Way too many people sat up and said, where's all this money going? You're passing bills for trillions and trillions of dollars and none of it's coming to the people. We're the ones that pay the bill. What the fuck? And enough people are still paying attention to catch that that I think it's going to wind up blowing up in their faces. And to deal with that, just like I said, I don't give a fuck. It's not my problem. Now, it's all of our problems in the capacity that, yes, it's going to fuck, fuck around and find out kind of scenario is going to happen. But it's also beyond the scope of anything I can do anything immediately about. I can talk about it. I can talk with other people. I can hope the right words get in the right ears. But I am not in a position to, you know, affect any real meaningful change on the system. And unfortunately, unless we all can stop picking at each other over shit that doesn't matter and get on the same page, none of us are. It's one of those cold hard truth things, you know? So we're in a position of they are going to keep feeding us things that they don't, you know, things that don't matter. Things that you should be able to just shrug off and say, fuck it, it's not my problem doesn't impact my life. Those two fellows up the street want to get married and defend their pot plants with AK-47s? Eh, yeah, fuck it. More power to them. That's really... It, it's, it's so key, but it's so simple, but so hard at the same time. Particularly for the younger people these days whose entire identity is tied up in this you know, partisan divisionist bullshit that they just bought hook, line, and sinker because it makes them feel empowered without actually having to fucking accomplish anything. It's the people that think they're doing some good by going out and saying, oh, well, this is that and that is this. And we've got the people saying that the January 6th was a riot and an insurrection and an attempted coup. None of those words mean what any of these assholes think they mean, but nobody looks words up anymore either. There's not a lot of dictionaries rolling around, even though it's... We're at a point in our history where knowing what words mean should not be this fucking complicated. There was no violent insurrection. There was no military coup. There was a bunch of assholes that wandered around the Capitol building, and the same people that are saying this was some huge threat to democracy the very year before occupied the same fucking building with even more people trying to subvert democracy by trying to stop the appointment of a Supreme Court justice. The same Supreme Court justice that has been threatened by people that don't agree with them. The same shit that is going on, and the media pushes one side of it, a narrative, because it's what they're there for. They're basically a branch of the government at this point. Now, this is all stuff I've talked about. This is all stuff I've rehashed over and over again. And it just keeps coming back to me to this whole philosophy of, you know, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's not that I don't care about the world. It's not that I don't care about people. I just don't give a fuck about any of that stuff because it really doesn't matter in my day-to-day -day life. 
it doesn't matter to me what people want to do in the privacy of their own home. It doesn't matter to me what people want to do as long as they're not hurting anybody else. It doesn't matter to me who you're attracted to. If they're not attracted back, you know what? That's a you problem. That doesn't mean they're all of a sudden bad people. That doesn't mean that they're, there's no attraction there. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't fucking matter. If there's not a mutual attraction, there's not a mutual attraction. And all that other shit is irrelevant noise. You can't label somebody as being phobic about something. Phobic, by definition, means afraid. Now, if you're not attracted to people that were born the same gender as you and then decided to be something else, that doesn't make you afraid. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. It means you're not attracted to them. That's it. Now, if you think people shouldn't be allowed to transition, and if you think that's a sin or whatever hokey bullshit you want to get in on, completely different story. Then, yeah, you're, you have your own baggage you need to work on. You have your own bullshit you need to work out. Because, again, it's not your problem. It doesn't affect you. If your personal identity is that fragile that somebody else living their best life and being what is true to them fucks you up, well, then I hate to tell you this, but you're lacking in character and moral fiber of your own. And you've got no room to judge. It doesn't affect you. Who the fuck cares? And ultimately, that's where a lot of my problems come in with people that want to push. I, I don't have a problem with acknowledging that people have these needs in their life to live their best life. They have to be true to who they are. That's fine. You, you do you, boo-boo. I will respect you to the extent that I will treat you just like I treat every fucking buddy else. Now, conversely, that does not mean you get special treatment. You don't get to be a protected class if you want equality. That's not how equality works. You're either equal or you're not. If you're not equal, you can't expect preferential treatment because of your personal choices at the expense of another. That is exactly the kind of shit that all the people that came before the current incarnation of most of these movements were fighting against. And I'm saying that with respects to sexuality, orientation, ethnic stuff, religious stuff, all of it. Uh, two generations ago, the cry wasn't treat me special because I identify as something outside of the quote unquote norm. It was treat me the same as you would treat anybody else. That got lost somewhere along the way. And when that got lost, it, the message lost a lot of impact because it stopped being a case of just saying fuck it. Because people weren't asking to be treated like everybody else anymore. They were asking for special recognition, special treatment, preferential treatment. And that's not the way to go about getting any real permanent lasting change. And the problem is a lot of these shitheads that are out causing all the problems and the, the ones fostering the division, they don't tell you that. They don't explain that people don't want to be treated as second-class citizens and if you're trying to make any group more special based on whatever you think it is, there's a big difference between equality and preferential treatment. And I take a lot of shit from people when I say that, but that is the truth. It, it's, it's your, your feelings are fucking irrelevant to it. Demanding that you get specialized treatment or you get preferential treatment or you somehow have to have that much more sway over your personal shit impacting another person's life 
is not fair. It's not equality. It's bullshit. It's hypocrisy. And it's also what's being pushed as what people need. This is the, I, I'm all for equality across the board. Gender, sexual orientation, ethnicity, color, race, skin, whatever you want to call it. Religions or lack thereof. I don't give a fuck. That's your life. That's your choices. That's your day-to-day. And I don't give a fuck. Do what, do you. Do what makes you happy. Do what makes you feel good. As long as you're not hurting anybody else. Take your life. Take control of your life. Embrace whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you feel fulfilled. Whatever makes you feel satisfied. As long as it doesn't come at the expense of another human being. Go for it. I don't give a fuck. And I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms at I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.